Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Rawcast this, uh, goodness gracious, Tuesday the 29th of October 2013. My name is Chad Friend. Do we call this the Halloween edition? Yeah. Uh, can we? Yeah, cool. there you go, Halloween Ooh. edition. Look, I've got a scary ethnic colour on. Yay. Like and, a, and it's in, kind of like a jack-o'-lantern if you sort of look at it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Just set a candle in behind it and it just, yeah. My, my, the, scare factor, the scare factor was coming from the fact that it's ethnically based. Oh, I know. It looks a bit like a, I don't know, a pumpkin up there or something. There you go. Yeah, true. It's raw we'll based. go with that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that aside. Yeah. Anyway, that aside, my name is Chad Friend. Join on my left. I'm joined by Adam... What was you? Yeah. <laughs> the, guy, the, guy who, the guy who got Jim... Magilton wrong. Which sounds like Coleman. which sounds like Magellan anyway. I, I got Jim Magilton wrong. Thank you to the to the two listeners who actually uh, responded in quick fashion. Thank you very it wasn't much. it wasn't Pilkington, it wasn't the offsider from those Ricky Gervais yeah. adventures. It wasn't Super Carl. There you go. Thank you. And on my right I am joined by Dave Stewart. And I don't have a middle nickname. I'm just Dave Stewart. There you go. We'll no, work no. one out. No, Dave, Davey Boy Stewart. Um, good. Let's discuss the things as we usually do. So, uh, a 1-0 loss mm. to the Brisbane Raw on mm. Friday night. Our first loss of A-League 13-14 season. Um, Dave, what did you think about it? Uh, Why did we lose? I, well, look, I, I think we... I think we just didn't have that final ball. The the, the in the final third we weren't uh, probably as clinical as we should be. Um, Melbourne's, uh, I mean, both sides were really good. Uh, you know, their passing, the interchange, the defensive structures were really, really, really solid. And in a Brisbane point of view, you know, if you had to pick a man match from Brisbane, I'd be picking Jade North because he was freaking outstanding. You know. Um, Victory was similar though, and I think both teams struggled a little bit just in the um, in the final third and mm. finishing those chances. Um, Brisbane probably more so because we didn't have someone as clinical as Bessart Barisha taking opportunities mm. on the on the end of the ball. Um, your bowl was probably a bit uh, a bit new, a bit green for maybe opposition that seasoned, um, especially in a <clears throat> in a game pumped up as much as it was in Melbourne. You know, Ange's final game, oh, we all love Ange because they've achieved nothing there with him yet. You know, they, they've built it all up to be this massive game. Um, which it was, but, you know... They, In the grand scheme of things, there really wasn't. It's round three of the new season. It, it was still... It was a big game emotion, for Ange. Yeah. But, I mean, Long, yeah, that's what you're trying to say, though. Yeah. That if you take away the Ange factor, it's just a regular season yeah, game. Yeah, it's just a good football game. Um... And you so were there, so how was the atmosphere? Was atmosphere it tense? Was, was it high? Was atmosphere, it to be honest, disappointed me a little bit from Melbourne's point of view. Uh, from the Melbourne stands anyway. I think the North Terrace was still doing their protests. There was a whole bay right behind the goal, which was empty. Was there a silent protest? I think there might have been. They they piped up every now and again. Yeah, I was but, watching something and it was very quiet. Yeah, it was extremely quiet. South, South End um, were, were carrying on a bit, but I think they're probably a bit more like... Um, uh, a bit more of a, a rabble compared to the Northern Terrace, North Terrace mm. anyway. Um, that aside, the away end, bunch of fun. So much fun. We had a whole bunch of people that dressed up as bananas up I in the top of the I saw the, I saw the pictures. That was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who they? I have no idea who they I want to know where they sourced all those costumes from and how awkward it must have been talking to the supplier saying, yeah, I really like what you've done with the banana. Can we order like a dozen 
<laughs> very impressed. I don't know. They would have cost for a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Anyway, no. Yeah, no. It was great fun. I was disappointed with the bananas. They started singing a song to us, and we sang it back, and they stopped. It's like, come on, sing with us. Come on. Was that it? Was it, was it a telling me banana daylight come and me want to go home? No. <sighs> no. It was much more simpler than that. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, other than that, it was, it was a good night out, but I think the occasion probably overawed. Um, probably your boa. I'll pick out, and I don't want to pick on your boa because it wasn't just him. But I think for someone replacing Bess <clears throat> in that role, probably need, we need someone a bit more experienced. Maybe maybe throw Enrique out there, maybe throw your boa on towards the end uh, once you once he's kind of gotten used to what was going on around him a bit. Um, but I think, we, I think we struggled a little bit in that final third as a result. I'll just interject there. Do Ooh. you think, Adam Coleman, uh, that the game would have been <clears throat> swung in Brisbane's favour had Enrique started and your Boa came on as the impact sub? Absolutely. Um, yes. I, I really think the game pivoted on Kwame Yaboa starting and ultimately playing 82 minutes. Um, it was an interesting manoeuvre from Mike. And even though we seemed to dominate... And played pretty well all the way from defence through to sort of that final third. I think putting all that pressure on a guy who's only played a few senior games yeah. and he's even only think played like maybe a season, a bit of youth league, was a very odd manoeuvre. I can understand him running with Yeboah if it was a Suncorp against a cellar dweller. We, we have that room for error. Now, I'm just about to stop you here, yep. and I'm just going to ask for a very short response. <laughs> Whether you, you'll get it, it's another matter. You, you boa or you know Enrique to start on Sunday against the Melbourne Heart? Enrique. Uh, Not even based on Based on what you've seen from the Melbourne match? Uh, or just more of a... Is that a general feeling? No, general feeling. I'd all, as I always say, I will always go with experience over youth. Um, it doesn't matter... Like, I would bring on... Your Holger <laughs> Well, that's the exact opposite of what Mulvey tends to do as well, because he's a massive advocate for youth, yeah. youth players. So, I mean, that could be the reason why he's throwing your bow and said, you know what, I'll trust in you, here's your chance, go out and do something, prove yourself. He might give him that chance against the Hart next week, given it's theoretically a lesser opposition. <clears throat> I don't think Hart are probably as, as bad as what people will make out. But yeah, but even even still saying that, Mulvey still has to chase what is the best thing to get the three points. Exactly. But but the question then is, and maybe this puts the question back on Enrique, you know, is there a fear that Enrique can't play out, you know, maybe 60 or 70 minutes? Um, that wouldn't necessarily worry me, though, if you got your bowl sitting on the bench. Yeah. Ready to re- ready and to with that there, I'll stop you there and throw the exact same question to you, Dave. Your mm. bowl or Enrique to start on Sunday? Uh, that's the tricky one. See, if it was if we were playing victory, as we were talking about, I'd throw Enrique in there in yeah. a heartbeat. But against in, in the, the fact, a lower tier side, in a lo- with a lower tier side, knowing that you know starts are what going to give is what going to give your bowl that experience to play well against the victories and the central coast and the, and the whatnot i probably I, I what i would do is probably irrelevant what i think Mulvey will do is stick with your bowler yeah Give him that opportunity to try. Well, it's not and, irrelevant try and do because it. I asked your opinion. Okay. It's, it's an opinion show. Yeah, true, true. Look, okay. It, my opinion is probably start with Enrique. Yeah, he's got that experience. He probably needs the match fitness to be honest. So Enrique, mm. Enrique. But you yeah. both think that Mulvey and back onto what you were about to say. You both yeah. think Yeboah will start. I do. I don't. Okay, so you reckon? I reckon. I reckon. I reckon Mulvey will rectify the situation. Put Enrique in. I mean, the reality is Enrique played. 23 minutes against Melbourne Victory. 
You know, he hasn't had much run the legs, hasn't had much fatigue. That gives him the chance to turn it around. Um, you know, he won't be too leg weary and hopefully he can start, still show that energy and maybe just say to Yaboa, okay, we'll, we'll change how we attack. Um, cause in the end, I think Yaboa only got one shot anyway across those 82 minutes, which isn't very efficient. There's a few times he, he had, had a ball a himself. Shots. Yeah, a few he times a he had a chances. very, very heavy touch. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I know, obviously, you don't want to punish young players, but I think at the end of the day, we still have to chase three points. I mean, if we can't beat Melbourne Heart, and part of it is because we're not putting the goals in, it's because of putting a faith in a very young player. It's noble, but it's risky. It could also be that thing, you know, Mulvey could go up and say, you know what, you played well, Against a victory, but probably not well enough to keep your spot. We need a few. We need a bit more results. We're going to drop you to the bench, and we need and some that's energy the reality, off the bench. Yeah, and that's the reality check for your boa saying you're not just going to get a start because Bess is out. You still have to earn your spot. Is that setting mm. uh, a young gentleman up for failure though? Is that like saying to Adam, "All right, son, here's your chance. You've you know you've got to take on Western Sydney <clears throat> Wanderers in your first away." match and then it's mm. like oh you did pretty good yeah but you didn't win the game did mm. you so oh bugger you know even yeah. though you may go very well against your Perth glories your mm. your newcastle jets your wellington phoenixes your melbourne mm. hearts i just think he's thrown into the deep end well that's in that situation and it's loose, think, isn't it well it, if, he, if he floats it's not loose lazy yeah. he, well that's it i mean if we but, if we if we take it from last game against mm. victory it was a lose-lose situation yeah. because now Kwame doesn't look bad, but he doesn't look up to Melbourne Victory Standard or WSW mm. or CCM. Yeah, but but having you know, said that, yeah. how many 19-year-olds or was he 20? Yeah, not, not even that are running around getting starters minutes at a forward position in the A League. Yeah, Mitch. You know? No, he's like 20. Yeah, but when he's yeah. debuted. Yeah, when well, yeah, he was did, yeah. And I, I suppose 18, yeah, as you 19. said, someone like a Fitzgerald or Mitchell a Duke, Duke or um, a yeah, true. Um, we can throw, I can throw hundreds of examples. Yeah. <laughs> so, Shut down, Adam. Just, Shut just down. Just nullify your point. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but yeah, I, honestly, I think it was set up for a bit of a... Not set up for a lose-lose, but that's the way it's panned out. It mm. hasn't really come across. I thought you both had a pretty good game. Yeah. Do you think, and it was do you think you'll be started then, yourself? Um, <laughs> that's really difficult, because the thing that I really wanted to hear you guys say, or that I really wanted to hear here myself uh, for personal kind of gratification is that over the last few years ever since Enrique with the exception of maybe his first season with us he's been seen as the super sub basically that's mm, what I as a striker uh, sort of yeah, yeah 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 or at least I tell you what maybe not in his first few years but I mean when I think back to that very first grand final game and it was mm. around about like what the 92nd minute or whatever yeah. he scored. Was he subbed on? That's how he gets his rep. Like, mm. Enrique is seen as an impact player, as a bloody good player, but an impact player. Um, mm. Whereas Yeboa probably has the fitness, not to say that Enrique doesn't, because he mm. runs like a devil. I've told you that ten times over. Um, but that's the prevailing notion. Mm. But there's also the fact you have to work in as well. Maybe there was a fear of how Enrique might have gone up against a very physical Melbourne victory lineup. Um, and maybe the question of, is this a referee who's going to protect Enrique if, you know, stuff hits the fan? I mean, obviously it's where Enrique had his arm injury with Musket a few years ago. And uh, Melbourne, and Melbourne can be very is, aggressive. They can be very aggressive <clears throat> as, uh, which 
brings it nicely onto the point I was going to bring up mm. um, in regards to uh, Melbourne's late challenges. Um, Milligan ended up getting a yellow card just prior to their goal. Um, but he probably should have also gotten a yellow card about the 29th minute, just before Bratton's injury and Miller's injury, um, where he absolutely just smashed Broich. Um, very late. Commentators, being the commentator, Robbie Slater, I think it was, that he is, he said, ah, oh, that was probably nothing. The replay showed such a... He, he pushed off his heels after Broich you know, delivered the ball. He's gone for Broich late, and he's smashed him. No yellow card, no free kick. It should have been a yellow card. Yeah. All right. That instance, you know, fast forward to the 55th minute where he's actually gotten his yellow card, would have been his second should the original one been given. All of a sudden, Melbourne's midfield is completely different. They've lost the, the linchpin of their midfield. Mm. Probably would have brought Mitch Nichols in, something to that effect. Um, and they've lost that wide man who made that initial run for victory's goal. And it's interesting to think, you know, Milligan gets his yellow card in the 55th minute, Bratton gets subbed off in the 53rd, so it would have totally changed Absolutely. the complexion of both sides with still, you know, a good 35, 40 minutes to go. Absolutely. And I'll just pause you there as well, because I just want to have a bit of a chat about Melbourne victory in a short sentence, in fact, in a one-word answer. Under Kevin Muscat, from now on, will the victory play more aggressively or a very aggressive style? Yes. Yes. Yep, there you go. So we've got to look forward to more of that. Mm. Um, We're probably lucky that we got him in this game well, yeah. just before Musket yeah, takes yeah. over. Mm. How it. many fixtures do we have? One away and one home left? Or is Against it just one? victory. Yeah, uh, at least one away. Yeah. I know there's a big trip in January for that. And we'll, yeah. we'll have one at home. Yeah, we'll have some... So two away, one home. Yeah, around March or some point okay. at Suncorp. It's a Saturday night game. There we go. Mm. And uh, just, uh, I guess, summing that whole... Shamozzle. Shamozzle up. <laughs> would you... Would you uh, I didn't think it was that bad. And that's the point that I wanted mm. to make. I don't think it was that bad a performance. I think we played some pretty mm. sleek footy. Um, yeah, no, I was, you know, I the, was very impressed. It was very crisp, um, very crisp. And mm. well and behold to maybe every team, I was going to say every team bar four of them, and then obviously us, you know, because mm. we don't count. So that pretty much means half the competition. Yeah. But half the competition means we do have to be careful because I was thinking teams that legitimately pose us a challenge, WSW, Victory. Victory, Central Coast Mariners, and then I was counting, yeah, us. And I said, maybe Mm. Adelaide, we'll see what they Mm. do. But yeah, uh, what was your, if you could name either attack or defence as your biggest uh, failure uh, in regards to raw, or not failure, but shortcoming? As to the team in Yeah, in general, yeah. Because would you say the attack? Because you've just named, we've just had a, We've had a comprehensive debate on Enrique versus mm. Yaboa, and the only thing that was said about the defence was Jade North is the best player on the night. Yeah, no, I, I really thought attack was really our, our only um, Achilles heel because um, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was a fantastic struggle up until that Troisi goal. Um, I really had this feeling this was going to be an awesome mm. nil-all stalemate where both sides are just mm. you know, fighting without throwing a punch. Um, but definitely, yeah, it was that inability in the final third to either place a good pass or make a good quality shot that seemed to be our downfall so really our would you say our depth and attack then is probably the the downfall on the night 
I would say our depth and our creativity. You know, unfortunately, we've got a lot of players who are maybe leaning more towards the pass yeah. than in the creation and taking of shots, and that's maybe where Kwame felt a bit pressured. Okay. On this one, I'm actually glad you asked that question because it brings me to what I believe is probably the... I won't call it the elephant in the room because it's only a small room. Um, but on the night, there's one instance that really stood out to me as just being abysmal, like badly, badly played. And that was the goal itself. And not specifically the defence. I, I watched the goal back and we actually got a vehicle with the goal. I don't know if we're going to use it or not. Yeah, actually, while, yeah. We're, while we're here, let's look, um, let's look at the goal and see the, the goal. Is see that I'm yeah, don't be depressed, come back. Thank you very well, much. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, actually so surprised at that. But, wow, yeah. how did that happen? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you, you probably noticed when you go back to the goal, you'll you'll see that the defence was a fair bit off the the, the attacking runs. Archie Thompson had a mile of space to lay the ball off to yeah. to Troisi. This Troisi's run put him into a really awkward kind of angle though, and this is the big part of this whole goal that really pissed me off. Was that Theo should have saved that shot? That but was that's not. The, that was, that was the thing not that I was going to ask that, you. But he about. had his angles covered. There was not even. Uh, he was in, he, he was, he was in position to go down. The lap he could have saved that shot. But I mean, it slipped under his Could legs. Liam Reddy have saved it? No, he was too drunk. Yeah, true. But I mean, <laughs> you know, he could have saved it. He should have saved it, but he didn't. And in the end, he only really made one error that really shouldn't have gone in from the angle, for sure. Um, but, I mean, you replay that game or that, <laughs> you know, frame of 30 seconds of play and I guarantee you 9.8%... of the time, that's not going to go through, even if it, if it went through... Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 100% right. A fraction yeah, of the percent right, but, you know... And I know it's the A-League, we're not going to get keepers that are going to do it 100% of the time. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah, it's still disappointing when it happens. But what it's happens... Yeah, exactly. And he makes yeah. these brilliant saves otherwise, but it's... Sometimes... And I he made Theo's a couple of brilliant saves during the game. He did, he absolutely saves. did. But some, I think sometimes Theo's failings... Yeah. And again, we, we see this across the league with goalkeepers. You're not going to get a perfect goalkeeper, but sometimes Theo makes the brilliant save but can't save the easy ones. You know, and that was one of the easy ones, which I think he should have even gotten a hand on. See, I know? don't. I, I disagree. It was just an odd angle. He wasn't, you know... I think he was in two minds. I think, I think knowing the way victory played, I think he expected that to be cut in. Yeah, I, I think yeah, the yeah. fact that it came across him, I don't think he expected it. I think he expected more to go towards his left-hand side, so he's focused on that, and it's gone this way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he left a bit too much space, but also, again, it's a million-to-one shot that Teresi got. For him to get the crisp shot... And just to get that angle, yeah. he's not going to do that again. Still, I've had two good strikes so far, yeah. Tracy. I'll give him yeah. credit. There yeah, you go. True. And so I tell you what, Adam, you've got some stats for us. Um, so yeah. if you would like to introduce these and talk us through as we show the uh, the graphic on the screen right now. Yeah, basically it's just to highlight just how frugal things have been in Melbourne uh, traditionally over the years. Um, that result on Friday night means that we've now not won in Melbourne against victory for seven games a record going wow. back five years. Um, it's been very tough, and obviously given how we also went against Melbourne Heart last year, hopefully Melbourne doesn't become a bogey city in the same way that Sydney was for many years. Um, now, it should also be pointed out that Melbourne Victory at Etihad have been extremely dominant over the years. 
They've only lost twice there in their last 26 games. Obviously, they play there a little bit less now, but there's no question when you get victory in the Dome, they, they tend to dominate. And the final stat that I wanted to sort of bring to everyone's just, attention... Sorry, just that Eddie had one. Mm. Does it have any stats on whether the roof's open or closed during those games? No idea. Okay, just curious. <laughs> roof was closed for that game, just by the way. Just keeping in the sound, make it all nice. Yeah. And the final stat I had Eight. was... Yes. <laughs> really? In Melbourne? Oh, it's freezing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, and the final stat I had is, uh, it's another thing to keep in mind as well. And we're talking both home and away games. Um, against Melbourne Victory, we, we actually have the worst winning percentage against them as far as all original Hyundai A-League teams go. Oh. So Melbourne... Both at Suncorp and in Melbourne is traditionally a bogey team, obviously. Speaking of which, do we have a 100% loss rate against West Sydney? Uh, yes, we do, yeah. Four games, four losses. Yeah, there you go. That I don't, something more I don't, rectifies. Okay, I don't even think we scored a goal. I think we've had a couple of one nils and a two nil. Maybe. Two one, I think. There we go. All oh, right. No, no, we did have one. Yeah, they came back and beat us. That's right. Moving on, we mm. have the news. Bratton is okay from the um, the match, um, from the, the, what do you call it, the tackle with, um, which with was Milligan. A, which was a very nasty tackle. Yeah, it mm. was. Honestly, I thought it was pretty 50-50. Yeah, I've got to cut Milligan a break. Yeah. I just think it was just a leg flung. I mean, a direct free kick was given from it. Ball was there to be That's won. where it mm, should yeah. have ended. That's fair basically. Enough. Yep. And it, that's where it did end. Apart yeah. from Bratton, bit sore. But he's okay, and that's the main thing. Yep, that's, that's right. it. That's the main lucky. thing. And you know who's not okay? Liam Miller. Yeah. Yeah, Liam Miller, calf tear, very similar to ADP, um, is now gone for a month. Uh, mm. These calves, um, and best with his hammies, uh, what's going on with the legs? Um, and I'm going to... Actually, I'm not going to say that because we want to get interviews with players later and things like that. I don't want to bag the club, but I mean... I love your self-censorship. Well, yeah, I just kind of just pulled myself up there for a minute because as a, as a medical professional, I would be quite cranky about it myself if someone had said that. The thing that I just off the cuff thought was I wonder what if there's something that's changed in the physio department because two semi-major injuries uh, in a in a pretty oh I guess you can't really call them that similar they they appear to be similar but they're really completely they're in the leg region yeah I yeah. yeah but they're really I mean it's like yeah. saying that you you know your brain and your heart is closer so it's like saying that there's some kind of correlation there <laughs> true, yeah there true. is in a very technical manner but I love no. how you said you weren't going to say anything you've said it yeah anyway. well yeah. no I wanted to <laughs> illustrate my point but I honestly I honestly don't believe that. My, my mouth was far too quick for my head, and I honestly don't believe that the physio staff at Brisbane Raw had have done that. I was it's, just saying that to create a, a conversation point. But it, it is entirely well, but, but, it, but it isn't even deserving of that. Mm. So I will pull myself up on that there, and I apologise unreservedly yeah. to the medical and the physio staff of the Brisbane Raw Football Club. Mm. Um, so, so is there a question out of that? Or no, you, that was a statement. That I was you're a, taking yourself out. Also. I, I think the main point is Miller's out for a month. Mills out for a yeah. month. Okay. Um, okay, moving on to the National Youth League game mm. as well. It was a three-all draw against Victory, and that was at the uh, Goodwin Park at Yoronga um, uh, uh, with uh, who's the home side that plays there? Olympic, that's Olympic FC. Olympic and uh, Walker on the 53rd minute, Hoare on the 71st, and Ingham on the 74th. Yeah, Jay Ingham is, of course, an Olympic FC player, so yeah, it's good, good to see him. him get the, the clinching score, big score a goal, ultimately. And uh, a double for... Uh, is that Naboo? Yep. Naboo, yeah. Yep. 
Pep uh, on the second and 68th minute, and Carvelis on the uh, 25th minute. Worth so, noting that Melbourne were up 2 0, and we've, uh, or even up 3 1, and we've pulled it back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yep, 2 0 on the young ones. 3 1. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's good value. Um, and that was the first game of the season, I understand, correct, for the young yes, lads. Yeah, so very good. Here we go. Moving on to the next game. We've already had a bit of a chat about it already. Melbourne Heart, Suncorp Stadium, 4 p.m. kickoff. Uh, that's Brisbane time, 5 p.m. for folks out of the uh, QLD. Along the Eastern uh, and Seaboard. you are on the Eastern Seaboard yeah. with Daylight Saving. That's 5 p.m. 2 a.m. if um, you're in New York. Yeah, 2 a.m. if you're in did. New York. Maybe like 12 if you're on L.A. or whatever. Who uh, knows? 6 p.m. if you're yeah. in Wellington, maybe. Yeah, uh, cool. There you go. All righty. So uh, on the 3rd of October, let's have a bit of a chat about that. We've mm. already chatted about the, the forwards um, mm. bit. What... I mean, I don't know. Is there a whole lot to talk about? Okay, so... Hart, Chul uh, out, mm. Engelar obviously already out from our last clash in mm. preseason at Lismore, and um, who's the defender? Kisnorbo. Kisnorbo, that's him, uh, and he's gone too. Um, mm. How do you see this one playing out, Adam? Okay, we've got two weekend squads. Um, Melbourne Hart have not started particularly well. I think I think very early on we've got that separation of who are the top teams and who aren't, and I think Melbourne Heart are already dangerously looking close to being wooden spoon fodder very quickly. Um, if ever there was a gimme match that that we needed, this is going to be that one. And keeping in mind the fact that Wanderers and Melbourne will also have gimme match, uh, Melbourne Victory will have gimme matches that weekend. Um, this. Anything less than a win is, I think, going to be a catastrophe. That would be cool to say West Sydney will have one, because they're playing Adelaide on Friday. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide can go either way. Adelaide. Adelaide don't always travel well. Adelaide is the fifth team in my little kind of calculation there. WSW, Sydney, uh, Central Coast, uh, Melbourne Victory, us... And then there's Adelaide hanging mm. against those those other mob. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And that's it, yeah. yeah. So you- yeah, um, the, the one player that I think, as always, is going to be the, the spark for Hart, and I suppose now he needs to be even more so with Kulad, is David Williams. Yep. Um, apart from that, you know, Hart just don't really seem to have built themselves back too well. Well, they're three so- marquee signings. I'm not sure... Kisnobor is a is a is a is a marquee signing. Kisnobor is definitely an experienced. But he's, player. I mean, yeah. he's a fellow who who was playing regularly at championship level yeah. last season. You know, mm. and that's and that's has been playing at that level for a number of years. Yeah, for a number mm. of years. I mean, so. he is perhaps. I mean, I would rate him higher than David Williams. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you've got that. You've got their international marquee and their Australian marquee. Bang, gone. Oh, gone. And so that's that's it at the moment. Uh, Dave, what's your take on the match this week? I, I know you said it's a gimme match. And I tend to agree to a point, but I don't think it's going to be as easy going as you may think. Matt Smidoff is returning to Suncorp. Yes, sir. So yeah. think about that. Good on Matt Smidoff. He was a mm. quality player. And he is a good player, and he, he's been really good for them this year too. He's been dominating the midfield and running around like we've always known him to run around. Um... I do agree, though, that Hart's success in this game will come down to David Williams Mm -hmm. um, and whether or not he can be on form. Ultimately, though, I think our midfield is just far too strong for theirs and we're going to pass them into submission before fortunately putting a few past Redmayne. Fortunately for Redmayne. And I only picked, picked out three raw players, three former raw players in their squad in what I've just described, but 
you know, they've. Um, I do think we're far too strong for Mass, Williams, Mass, Redman. Was Williams a... I th- first yeah, very first early season. on. First season. He played for a couple of games and went to Bronby. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I was I was thinking David Williams, Fury, but yeah. No, he no, was, no. He, he, he was very much a missed start, my yeah, friend. He yeah. was here for about three games, but yeah. he missed it. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. So, but, you know, I think we'll be far too strong. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, they, they lost to Perth on the weekend. They're flying all the way back. Mm. Um, and then away again. And then away against. So. And, and Hart on the road have been terrible in recent years. I well, think they won it. one game on the road last year. I think that was the home opener against Melbourne Victory. Yeah. We pumped them so. last year at home, at, at us home. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that because that was late in the season. The other thing I want to pick up as well, that before that, at their home game... We did two we got terrible pumped. games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got pumped. Now, with that, the, the last thing I want to broach with the Hart game is Hart... Out of all the teams that I can think of, are our bogey side. They beat us when oh. they shouldn't beat us. I mean, you yes, think about. I would say we're Sydney are a bogey side because we can't beat them. We're Sydney, at all. but they've been around for you know it's one season. season. Yeah. I kind of think back maybe one or two seasons, and I remember remember in that thirty six that glut that happened after the thirty six games. Yes, I um, do. Um, and Demaro ripped out the, the Santa hat and things yeah. like that. I mean, that was that kicked us when it was down. It was mm-hmm. it was a kind of the make or break game. Allegedly, last season, yep. um, you know, and they pumped us four nil. It was straight up in the Sydney game, and we were mm-hmm. saying, you know, this is going to bounce back. You know, we, we've yep. lost our game, but we're going to bounce back and start yep. a new run of unbeaten games. And they games. And they beat us. Yep, they, they hammered us. And don't forget um, that Melbourne Heart game away last year. That was the game that put us to the bottom of the table for the first time ever in yep. a season. Yep. So that's that. So, Do you think it's a factor? Yes. No. No, not the way they've gone this year. No, big new game, new season. Bang, again. done. There we go. So that's that one done. Uh, Dave, get on with Quick Fire 5. Yeah, thanks again, guys, for uh, the, your questions this week. Probably not as many as last week, but we had a hell of a lot last week. So, But thanks to everyone that uh, that sent them in. Start off with... Um, we've got a, a couple from James Price. I'll start off with this one first, and we'll come back to his other one later. The loss on the weekend. Was it a blip on our march to glory or the reality check that we of where we really are? Adam. Reality check. We needed to face a good opponent away from home and be in a tough situation, and it showed we're not quite there yet. Chad? Both, um, I think, our eventual march to glory, and it was a blip on it, but it was a a reality check on our march to our glory. We should say, Mm. okay, that happened, we're not infallible, let's work hard, but I think with the team that we got, we're going to experience very big success. I'm not going to call it a blip, because we're going to have situations in the season... Where, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I want to call I it a reality check. Yeah, know? I agree. I think yeah. it's more of a reality check. A very and minor They'll improve check. as a result. We will have further moments of... But I don't, I don't think it's a reality check of where we are. It's not like, mm. say, that heart game of last season where we got pumped for zip yeah. and we've gone... And found, and found ourselves at wow. the absolute bottom of the we table. We are not yeah. very good. Mm. But look, we are very look, good. Look at the game. the game. It was a quality game. The reality check part of it for me is the fact that we need to make that extra step. Yep. To get to the top. Good. Done. Cool. Second question. Second question from Jason Moses. Thanks, Jason. Uh, what James you... Price, if we didn't mention that, who sent that first I did. one in. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, what do you make of the niggling injuries, cast strains, etc., that the players seem to be getting? For example, Bessar, Barisha, and uh, Liam Miller. Should it be a cause for concern? Now, we kind of touched on this a second yeah. ago. So, <laughs> so um, let me start so by reinforcing... Very briefly, briefly. Let, let me start by reinforcing that. No follow the physio. I, yeah, now I think about it more. 
coincidence? Um, well, I know Miller's had some injuries across his years, especially in England. You know, he's an older player, so it's not uncommon for it to happen. Um, in Bess's case, hopefully it wasn't a reoccurrence of his issues a few years ago. Um, coincidence not? Just bad luck. Yeah, coincidence, yeah. bad yeah. luck. Yeah. Unless, unless a third one happens against Melbourne. Touch wood, it doesn't happen. Um, I don't think there's any cause for concern. Good. Uh, this one from Patrick Lindsay. Thanks, Pat. Um, first A-League coach to get the sack. Farina, GVE, or Gary Van Egmont, or other Adam. Gary Van Egmont. Newcastle have proven to be a one-trick pony. They are looking really dire. <laughs> What's T- that trick? <laughs> I'm not sure what the trick Hesky. is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the one-trick broken-down Hesky pony. Right. Um... It's got to be like you could say that exactly the same for Sydney, which is mm. why I'm going to nominate Farina okay. and the Smokey <laughs> in the in the pack is uh, Jean Aloisi with Jean Van Chip Over who has shoulder. returned as the assistant or the I don't, director. I don't think Aloisi is going to lose his job. I think he's he's I think harder a lot better than they were last season. I'd have to agree with Adam. Gavin Egmont, Newcastle Jets haven't scored all season. They, they've they've just, really let they, me down. I, like, I always predict Hart and Jets for Smokies, but the they Jets, have really let me down. If I, just say, if I can describe Newcastle Jets in one word, it's just boring. Yeah. You it, can't it, it, bore it, it, a team it, it, into submission because they're still playing the game on their side. They're boring. Yeah, it's Heskey on the bench, Zadkovic shooting... Crazy shots from distance that no one cares about, and there's no one really else on that squad that you're looking at and go, they "Oh, they're going to be." They got a they got a good quality core of players, young players. Admittedly, they're not an experienced squad, and he's making them play. They've got that young yeah. fellow that I used to play football with in Bundaberg. What's his name? Brillanti. Josh Josh Brillanti. Yeah, oh, yeah, the man yeah. with the great beard. Yeah, I used yeah. to play with Mitch Langerak as well. Oh Jesus! There you go. Uh-huh. Right. I'm playing. Hey, is, is there anyone else you want to name? Oh, John? I don't know. <laughs> I used to play with Johnny Warren back in my days oh. and all of that. Continue on to the yeah. next one. Anyway, question number four. Um, it's from Warwick Betts. So thanks, Warwick. Uh, also with Smith. Uh, also, with Smith and North having strong matches, how does Donicky get game time? I'm going to answer this one first, so you guys can wait. He just has to wait it out. That's all. He can only do what he can do. Maybe adapt to a lad. maybe adapt to a right or left wing, but he just has to wait it out. In quick fire five question style and trying to revert back to basics, he's a very good young player. He will get. I'm going to make two words into one: a chance. There you go. Yeah, a chance. All right. Donicky starts if North has to move to midfield. Yeah, midfield's one way. Yeah, yeah. International duty or something like that. Mm. Anyway, fifth and last question. Uh, This one's from James. So thanks, James Price, for uh, sending this one through. I actually think it's a really, really good question. Nadine Angara. Of course, she's the. Um, the new W League goalkeeper. New W League goalkeeper for the Brisbane Roar. German international. She, German international won the equivalent of the Balloon d'Or for women. Um, uh, the Ballon d'Or. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> the Balloon d'Or. The Golden Balloon. The doors of balloons. Um, anyway, relatively speaking, the best player the Roar has ever had in light of the Ballon d'Or version nomination. It's a nomination. Yeah. Would you would you say that she, relatively speaking, would she be the best player the Roar has ever had on the books? Yes. On paper, yes, let's see what it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, on paper, yes. Theor- 
Yeah, theoretically. Like, I mean, it's the women's equivalent of, of Messi. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you know. Like, I, mean, I mean, it's like saying Yuning Zhang was, relatively speaking, the best Chinese player who ever played for us. <laughs> before, he, before he played for us, yeah, true. And then he got uh, married and to, spoke to Packard. I'd have they? to agree because, yeah, I think she'll be great to watch. I think it'll be a fantastic I advertisement. So. Whether she's the best player to be seen, oh, we've got to wait and see. She might not handle the heat. She might not handle the pressure. I don't know. It could be the pitch. It could be this. It could be that. But on the, on on yeah. paper, yes. Let's finish off with our tips for the for the things. Um, oh, did you want to get? Did you want to do the questions to the fans this week? Well, you want to leave that for next we'll week. Leave that, we'll, we'll put that up on the Facebook, that. guys. Watch your Facebook because we're going to put some questions up for you. It's almost like a reverse quick fire five. We want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, on yeah. your predictions. Yeah, we're Melbourne Heart. Yeah, we're going to work on one big question. Um, uh-huh. Melbourne Heart, okay. I am tipping Brisbane 3-0. Yep. And the scorer? Ivan Franjic. Yep. I'm going to go to Ruffy. He's got to get in one day. I'm going to say Brisbane 2-0 with Franjic as well. I'm going to say Brisbane 2-0 with Franich as well. You can see it written on your paper. <laughs> oh, well, this could be the start of them. The, there you other, go. The, the other one we threw okay. in there was Friday night's game. We're not going to worry about the first goal score because that's way too hard. Yeah. What's the score on Friday night? West Sydney versus Adelaide. Adam. Wanderers to win by a single goal to nil. 1-0. All right. Uh, WSW 2-1. I was going to say West Sydney... One but I'm going to change it to two nil because I don't want, I want to have a, <laughs> yeah, a tiebreaker. So West Sydney two nil for me. And there nobody picked up any points last time. Because no, we all better than the RFC, and we all better that there would be a raw score of first or a raw score of full stop, and it wasn't. Yes. The case. Anyway, happen. ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chad Friend. Thank you for joining us on the Rawcast this week. I'm joined, of course, on my left by Adam Coleman, see you later. and on my right by Dave Stewart. Adios. We will see you next week. And don't forget, if you like this video, you can subscribe to the Rawcast channel at Facebook. Dot com Rawcast. Thank you very much. That's it. Goodbye. See ya.